to Actor 101 with Lauren and Marie. Hi, Lauren. Hello, Marie. So it's been two weeks since we last talked. I know, because you went to Disney, you lucky duck. I know. We had such a great time. I'm sure you did. I'm jealous. Yeah, my daughter had a ball and, you know, she's 16, so she wanted to take all these pictures. Mm -hmm. And my son at 21 you know, took pictures for her. I was like, <laughs> which he had a lot of patience because we're talking a lot. I mean, this generation, especially girls. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Picture happy. Oh yeah. He was very gracious and took a lot of pictures of her. He's and, a kind, kind guy. Yeah. And it was so <laughs> funny because at first it was me. And then we found out that his, because he has the latest iPhone, was better at night. So he started taking and then he started getting into it. And so I would start to take a picture and you're like, no, no, no. The lighting's off <laughs> and you need this. We'd be in front of the Neutron ride and he'd be like, and look, the Neutron ride is coming in the background. He oh would hold her off. Gosh. He goes, because, you know, I've had a class in photo <laughs> I photography took a, I took a class. at Newhouse. And I was like, well, good, because you could take all the pictures. <laughs> and you're nominated. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but he did do a great job and oh he gosh. is better at it. So it all worked That's out. That's awesome. It was nice. And Jacob went off to uh, Syracuse. So he started school on Monday and Ethan's been in school and Bella started her schooling this week. So everybody's, oh gosh, everybody's back. back. And your kids are back. Yeah, mine have been back for a couple weeks now right. so i'm a i'm you're you're late to the game <laughs> we are late to the game it's okay it's all good it's okay you've got college kids mine are in elementary and yeah. junior high except so. for bella but she's homeschooled right. and it's different yeah exactly but she's doing dual credit and she's a junior this year so that's going to be new and that'll start oh she's gonna have a challenge oh yeah i already see it <laughs> she anyway can, she can handle it though yeah and the studio's rolling yes we're yeah classes started back a couple weeks ago we are just rocking and rolling and we've been talking about this writer strike and the SAG strike and you know and um, we've got some kind of unfortunate updates for everybody today so I'm gonna let Marie kind of spearhead this today she's been doing a lot of research and has some good information to share so if you didn't know we're going to be talking updates about the SAG and WGA strike yes you know I don't want to be you know doom and gloom but last week was not a great week mm -mm. WGA which is the writer's went back to the drawing table to negotiate with the studios. And there were some concessions made, but not enough. And they have parted ways since then, and they haven't been talking. You know, originally when they came back, everybody thought, oh, this is great. Maybe they'll come to a deal by Labor Day. That's definitely not going to happen. Oh, I no. don't foresee that. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. So people are asking why. There are three main reasons that okay. it didn't work out. So one of them is the AI issue. And basically, from my understanding, is that the studios are using scripts to help train AI, and the writers are wanting protection. Um, well, yeah, I mean that could yeah. affect them big time down the line. Well, I also once AI gets perfected, right? Yeah, and I, honestly, I think nobody really knows where AI is going. It's such uncharted territory. With that being said, the WGA is going to ask for extra protection because. Nobody knows. Right. And so they're going to throw a lot more out there because of the fact that nobody can predict the future. Mm -hmm. So I can't say I blame them for that. No, oh, no. My gosh, no. AI in general for, I think, every profession. Every profession. Yeah, is something that needs to be looked at. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of copyrights and a lot of lawsuits and a lot of other things in a lot of different areas. So I don't blame them for that. So that is one of the issues. Another issue is 
how many writers will be in the room. That's something that they're trying to negotiate. I know they did make some concessions. I'm not sure if, you know, I'm not really sure on either side what the answer is, but I do know that the WGA said that's not enough. It's it's a small umbrella and we need to enlarge that, you know, make it larger so that that way more people are covered. So that's an issue. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, which I really think is the issue that's probably going to be the hardest to contend with is the whole residuals. Oh, yeah. I think um, that's transparency. a major, major one. Okay. So this is a big one. And this is probably a big one for SAG too. Mm-hmm. And what the studios proposed is that they would give some transparency, but would only go to the guild. Writers, transparency meaning how many times a show is being watched right. and, and what's, popular, what's popular and who's what's watching mm-hmm, it, blah, exactly. blah, blah, right? But it would only go to the guild and writers would not know, which is kind of crazy to me. But that doesn't make any sense. It's <laughs> like having your cake and eating it too, right? Exactly. And then they wouldn't be paid on that in three years when their contract comes up, then they would renegotiate. And WGA was like, why would we do that? Why wouldn't we just do it now? Because this is the strongest we're going to be. We have the writers have been on strike for a long time and digging in. Mm -hmm. And now you also have the actors. That's not going to happen in three years. No. Their position is we're not giving into that right now because... We're not going to be in a stronger position probably in three years. And who wants, you know, who wants to be renegotiating then? No. That has been a big issue. Now, the thing is, writers get paid. My understanding is they get paid in block sums for their work right now. And they want um, a success metric. Okay. That's what they want. What is better? I don't know. I don't know what the answers are. It's probably a little bit of both. And how they figure that out is yet to be determined. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we have There's it. that. Now, what happens on the SAG side? They're saying maybe the studios will go back to the actors now that they don't have a deal with the writers and try to negotiate with them first. Because, you know, the actors, the actors have similar things, but they're also a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I know that the negotiator Crabtree Ireland wants to go back into negotiations. He has said that. But the studios have not reached out, you know, so we'll just have to wait and see what they decide to do. The thing is, is SAG itself just put out a statement saying, yes, we want to go back to the negotiation table when they're ready. But they're getting some pushback with this whole interim agreements. And if you don't know what that is, if you haven't listened to our other podcasts, it's all the independents that are truly independent that can still make film. Right. Right. Okay. So some actors are upset by that. Why is anybody working? Why does anybody get to, you know, promote? And what SAG is saying is, look, these independent production companies have agreed to all the agreements that we are fighting for with the studio heads. They've agreed to all of it. The more of our actors that are working that shows that that can be a success model and actually makes the studios um, less effective. Right. That's their thought process. So they want their members to get behind those people. And that's the statement that they put out. Wow. Well, it's a lot. It's I a mean, lot. But it's um, I think I think people were really hoping that that uh, things were going to move a little quicker than they have been. I understand you were saying earlier that now they have food banks out there and everything. Oh, yeah. Else. I heard it's terrible. Oh, gosh. You know, a lot of people aren't making money. It's not even just the writers and the actors. It's production crews. Oh, it's, my gosh. Everybody's uh, catering, affected. catering everybody. I, you know, yeah. nobody's working. That's and tough. that's really hard on the economy there. And it's not even just people that work in that industry. It's also, you think about all the restaurants and the hotels and everything else that benefits off of a, you know, moving, successful business, mm-hmm. especially in uh, California. So, yeah. 
I feel really bad for all those people. I do too. So, you know, there are the entertainment entertainment fund that you can donate to. to. We talked about fundraising before. So there's lots of things that you can do as well. Right. And, you know, there's a couple other things that I that are notable after the strike, after they were with the WGA and they were negotiating, something I found really interesting was that the studio heads went and hired a PR company, a very well-known PR company out of DC to help with their PR because they felt like it was seriously lacking, mm-hmm. which to me, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but to me sounds like, okay, well, we're going to play ball now because we want the public to look at it from the studio side. If you're hiring a PR company after you just got done and your negotiations failed, what does that really say? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, just common sense would say it's not good. No. Yeah. So there was that. The other thing that I have heard, too, is, you know, Netflix has been the big evil empire. Right. <laughs> people always play. It's like, oh, this happened. It's Netflix. <laughs> you know, right. everybody blames Netflix. But my understanding is it's actually not Netflix, that Netflix does want to make a deal, even though they're probably the most set up for success right now because they banked a lot of shows. They have a lot of international mm-hmm. um, shows as content. well. And mm-hmm. content. That's going to run out eventually oh yeah well and that their whole success model is how much of your how many um, members they can get so if they don't have new content then what happens to their membership and if they don't have um increase in membership then when they try to get their stocks you know when they go to wall street to try to get their stocks Mm -hmm. to rise they won't so it's i heard that it's not them that's the actual holdout and what you have to remember too with netflix is netflix is one entity that's all they have but some of these other companies have many different streams of income coming in Mm -hmm. an example of that would be maybe disney which who has parks and espn and all sorts of other revenue doesn't disney have hulu Disney has Hulu too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They had that deal with um, Comcast. Yeah. They're working that out. I mean, Disney's in a weird place too, because they have ABC there. Bob Iger was with ABC and he, you know, that's where he started before he went into Disney. And, you know, is he going to sell that? Was he going to, what are they going to do with ESPN? I mean, there's a whole bunch of things going on over there, but they still have other revenue, whereas Netflix does not. So I could see why Netflix would be like, hey, let's get a deal done too. Because at the end of the day, nobody wins. And things that you're going to notice is that movies will start getting pushed. I know Dune got pushed to 2024. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, there's going to be, you know, the fall season is not going to be great. I think Euphoria has been pushed to 2025, which was a great HBO show. I loved it. Yeah. And, (laughs) and, you know, your summer movies too are going to be highly affected. As oh, well. yeah. Yeah. Everything's getting pushed back. Right. So. Be optimistic that maybe they can work something out in October. That's what I've heard. Or maybe October. I don't know. Nobody knows. We'll see. Fingers crossed. If that's true, I look at it from this perspective. We've been doing this for a while now. If it's mm-hmm. October, it's one more month. We can, you know, it, nobody likes it, but that means we're 75% through. So we're right. going to go with that theory. Let's go with that. I like we're 75% it. 75% through. Yeah. So not so doom and gloom, everybody. Right, we're, right. we're ending on a positive note. Right. <laughs> even if they start in October, this is something that Lauren and I were talking about the other day, that even if they start an October date, you know, they have to do contracts and then it takes a while before mm-hmm. production will start actually running we made a deal october 12th and we're starting october 13th right it's, it's gonna, still gonna take, take a little time bit. yeah Absolutely. so just be patient know whenever the strike ends there's gonna be probably at least a month leg or so 
And also, writers are not writing, so if there's new material, you can't film anything without the without, writers. Without the writers. <laughs> without so. the material, so there's that. <sighs> Unless they already have something banked and, and they right. just need to bring people into the room yeah. to finish it. So, right. I don't know. But that's where we're at. Okay. I, Thank you for all those updates. Yeah, I would just say to all the actors out there that are frustrated, just continue to train and find some other things to do. This yeah. is your time to explore and maybe pick up a new skill for your resume. Absolutely. I was telling kids in class last night, learn to ride a horse. Maybe maybe skydive. I don't know. You know, learn just... Learn a new language. Learn a new language. <laughs> <laughs> Do some things for your community. There's a lot of other ways to be self-fulfilling. Fulfilling, exactly. And, you know, there's always a brighter side to the story. And you just have to um, know that you made it through COVID. Hopefully, we're near the tail end of this. Mm-hmm. You can make it through this, too. And you just got to keep your head above water and, you know, look at the brighter side that eventually it'll all work itself out and it'll be better for you in the long run. 100%. And that's right. my wisdom of the that's, day. I love that wisdom. <laughs> So our next broadcast, we are actually going to have another interview. I don't want to even share yet. I want to surprise everybody. I do too. I do too. And Lauren and I are um, hooking up all our interviews. We're super excited. Super excited. And I love the next person we're going to be interviewing. I do too. She's amazing. Yes. I'm only going to say she because that's as much. That's all the clues you're going to get, everybody. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But she's very popular around here. I'll say that is another clue. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Remember, we drop all our episodes on Thursday. Days and to follow us on Instagram at actor101 underscore. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Bye.